Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. Today on the podcast, we have a repeat guest, the lovely Kelly Williams. You know her and love her from uh, Beyond the Blinds. She hosts that podcast with Troy. And she joined me for just like, you know, a little casual chat today. And we talked about all things. I kind of wanted to do a little bit of like a Pride Month special coming up at the end here. And we just talked about a bunch of different queer female celebrities in Hollywood. And I know typically I do TV shows and movies on here, but I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, both Ellen and uh, Cara Delevingne and St. Vincent and Kristen Stewart and Raven Simone, things like that. And I know we always talk and like joke on here about like, is Taylor Swift queer and things like that? Don't worry, we don't <laughs> we don't talk about her. I don't think like at all, basically, in this episode. But it is a thing, bearding in the industry and being discouraged from coming out. And we talk about a bunch of things like that. And I just kind of wanted to do it a little bit of justice in a more serious manner. Not that it's not fun, you know, the episode. But, you know, we touch on some topics like how Jojo Siwa came out and then was uninvited from the Nick uh, Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. We talk about how Cara Delevingne has spoken about Harvey Weinstein discouraging her to come out, Harvey Weinstein telling her to get a beard, all of these crazy things. And I know that a lot of times we talk about blind items on the podcast. So anytime we have an actual celebrity saying, hey, this director told me to get a beard, I'm like, well, there we go. You know, we should be talking more about that and less about these rumors, even though, I mean, rumors and blind items, how fun are they? But anyway, uh, we go into all of that with Kelly. And afterwards, I am going to share a little bit of Kevin Spacey tea that somebody has emailed me, which is spicy. And we're going to do a little bit of a 101 on Austin Butler because I'm seeing so much promo for the new Elvis movie. I'm sure you're seeing it too. And I was like, like, who is Austin Butler? And why is he pretending to be Elvis Presley for so long? And what's really fascinating is that anytime I didn't know who Austin, well, you know what? I'll save it. I'll save it for the end. I'm already starting to get into it. So before we get into all of that, let's dive into my conversation with Kelly, and then we'll touch on trending topics uh, later on. Here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome Kelly Williams to the podcast. You know and love Kelly from Beyond the Blinds, and this is the second time you've been on the podcast, but this time it's just you, solo. I know. I'm so excited. Thank you for asking me to be a part of this. Well, I'm excited. So Kelly moved to New York when? Like two, three months ago? Two. Oh my God. We've done a lot in two months, Shannon. We've done. And I was so excited when I found out that you were moving here. I was just excited in general. And I'm, I actually have never asked you this, how you found Fluently Forward, but I remember back in the day, somebody posted on Instagram, you know, they were like, oh, listening to my favorite podcast, and they talk, tagged me, and they tagged Beyond the Blinds. That was what introduced me to your podcast. I had never heard of, you know, you're also famous for being Laguna Biatch on IG. <laughs> um, and when I heard you and Troy, I, like most people, I was obsessed. I think I binged all of your episodes in a week. And I also thought that you were blonde and I thought Troy had glasses until I like looked you both up. <laughs> I love that. I love when yeah. and people are always like, you're, you're taller than I thought you'd be. Like, that's mm. one thing I get a lot. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Wait, have you ever taken the Kibbe test? No. What's it's that? Supposed, it's like, I think there's like 13 types of like 
women that you can be categorized into, like you're a classic type or a dramatic or a flamboyant. And one of the questions is, do you give off a tall vibe? Like when people look at you, do they think that you're taller than you actually are? And I think you do. So maybe you give off a short vibe if people think that you're taller. Yeah. Even when I tell people I'm five nine, they're like, no way. I'm like, no, I'm looking at you in my, in person. Like I am five nine. (laughs) But isn't that funny how some people can truly seem short, even when you're looking at them and they're tall and vice versa. Like so many male celebrities are notorious for being like five, five. Yeah. They're tiny. (laughs) Yeah. But you would never see, like notice that on screen, like Tom Cruise, I wouldn't think of him as being short if I didn't know that he had that reputation because he seems like a tall action hero in all of his movies. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And what was that test called? I'm like, I need to try that. Oh, yeah. It's fun. It's called Kibbe. It's K-I-B-B-E. One day I want to do a full episode on it. EJ Body by Body and Style, I think her name is. She has like good. Basically, you know when you're looking at celebrities and it's like who wore it best and it's mm-hmm. two hot celebrities wearing the same dress, but it looks incredible on one woman and horrible on the other. I used to always look at those and be like, why? What's the reason for it? And then this test kind of breaks it down where like Selena Gomez looks good in like curvaceous, flouncy things. Like her and Sarah Hyland could wear clothes from anthropology and free people. But somebody like, um, I don't know, somebody like Grace Kelly, you picture her in classic silhouettes. Okay. And yeah, that's because that's- like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try that after this. Well, speaking of like staring at women and things like that, today's episode, we're going to be talking all about queer women in Hollywood, um, women who identify as gay, lesbian, bi, and pan. And before we get into all of this, I'm curious, who is your favorite queer female celebrity in Hollywood and why? I mean, I would probably say right now Cara Delevingne just because, (laughs) like, that chaos is what I'm attracted to, which is really bad for me. (laughs) Yes. Would you you say that she's probably the most chaotic? I feel like her and Amber Heard are probably going neck and neck right now. Yeah, I would say Cara. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, just watch her on a red carpet. (laughs) And she's so, like, captivating. I'm so captivated by her crazy. Mm, Yeah. Who's, like, like your favorite person that you've seen her with? Um, I don't know. I loved her in Kendall Jenner because Kendall Jenner's so boring to me. Yes. What do they call themselves? Cake? Oh, did they have a nickname? Yeah, they I think they got like matching sweatshirts made with like capital C, lowercase A, capital K, lowercase E for like Cara Kendall. And they were like, We're cake. Oh yeah. I do yeah. vaguely remember remember that. Yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to think who else. I liked Cara Delevingne with Rihanna. I loved their friendship. And they were both in that, like, shitty movie called, like, Valerian and, like, the Planet of a Thousand Planets or something. (laughs) Did you watch that? (laughs) Rihanna plays this shapeshifter where the only reason she was in that movie was to have this fantastic, like, 90-second-long montage where she's stripping on a pole, but she's a shapeshifter. So she shapeshifts into these different like sexy. She's like a sexy cowboy. And then she swings around the pole. And then all of a sudden she's a maid and she's dusting. Um, And Carl Delevingne was like in the movie and no shade to her, but like, I don't think she's meant to be acting. Do you know what I I, mean? I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. Did you see her in Suicide Squad? 
oh yes <laughs> i did see suicide squad and it's i was the, just like what is this the enchantress i was like <laughs> oh my god it's miserable um okay so let's first kind of talk about the women who are openly out in hollywood identifying as gay or lesbian because i think it's a little bit smaller than those who identify as bi or pan when we get to that list it's it reads like the constitution it's like so many women so Ellen DeGeneres and Portia thoughts on them do you love them do you hate them no no thank you anything with Ellen no thank you really you don't even like Portia maybe I'm like skewed because of Arrested Development I mean I've always heard Portia's really nice Mm -hmm. but Ellen, like, ruins everything. Well, she's kind of nice in the same way when you put navy blue next to black and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, that is navy blue. I thought it was black, but it wasn't. It's like you could put someone who's, like, kind of bitchy next to Ellen and you'd be like, I think they're really altruistic suddenly. (laughs) That's actually so funny and perfect. Yeah, you're right. Um, Okay, Sarah Paulson and Holland Taylor. A lot of people think of them and Ellen as like the go-to lesbian couple in Hollywood. People talk about them a lot because they have a 32-year age gap between them. Yeah. Yeah, I was shocked when they came out as a couple. Mm -hmm. Because for a while with Sarah, people were like, are they or is she, isn't she like really questioning it? Yeah. And for her to get with Holland Taylor, I was like, good for them. Good for them both. I remember people were shipping, like, Sarah Paulson and um, Pedro Pascal together. Oh, yeah. Which, like, I'm pretty sure he's, uh, you know, I would say he identifies as part of the community, too. Um, but, yeah, her and Holland Taylor, it's it's also very interesting, too, because, I don't know, a 32-year age gap is pretty significant. Like, I know that you see them all the time in Hollywood, but... I'm trying to think of, you know, female relationships with an age gap, and I just feel like it must be hard for them to – I do think if you're in an age gap relationship, you do face discrimination, and you do face, like, people looking at you and staring at you and just, like, saying nasty things and, you know, immediately thinking about your sex life, right? Like, anytime you think of someone in an age gap relationship, you're like, well, how does the sex work? And people will ask you too, like, well, what happens when one of them die? So I'm like, to be in, <laughs> to be an out lesbian couple in an age gap relationship in Hollywood must be incredibly hard. Yeah. I can't even imagine how difficult that was. Yeah. Um, I mean, Holland's like a legend. So maybe that's a little bit of a cushion, maybe. Yeah. I don't Like, I hate to use that. But it took her a long time to come out too, you know? Yeah. Um, But I like them. They seem fun. And I know 32 years is like a big age gap, like, but they seem so happy. I know. They really do, right? They seem happy enough that I'm like, would I be happy with someone 32 years older? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. Robin Roberts from Good Morning America Raven Simone, which I think not a lot of people expected her to come out. And she has a quote about that. She was talking to Teen Vogue about coming out and coming to this identity. And she said, quote, I knew I couldn't say it out loud because, oh, my God, little Olivia is gay. This is crazy. And I felt lighter. I felt like I could go out and not have to put on 17 different hats to be myself. I realized that just living my truth of what I am, there's one less person to fight me in my own head. And I think that's really sweet. And that's so crazy because, you know, I'm a lesbian and just hearing that quote gave me chills because that's exactly how I felt when I finally came out as like fully 
into women. Yeah. Yeah. Was, just yeah. not having to do all of the mental gymnastics in your head, like of every time you met someone new and, you know, do you like this person? Well, do I actually like them? Should I like them? Um, and, and then, then of I just course, it would always become a conversation. It's like, well, you like this guy, but do you like this girl and this girl? And I'm like, not, I don't see like every girl and I'm not like, I got to fuck them. Right. That I feel like that's the biggest misconception. It's so funny. I was just talking with my friend. We were on a walk earlier today and we went to like elementary school, middle school, high school together. And our fifth grade teacher, Miss Kovac, <laughs> came out as gay, I think like the year after we had her. And I remember one girl in the class this is so stupid. She was like freaking out and like making it all about her at the lunch table in like sixth grade and being like, I used to give Mrs. Kovac or Ms. I used to give Ms. Kovac a hug every day before I left. And she was acting like she had been assaulted. I'm like, I'm pretty sure your like completely flat chest, like Ms. Kovac hugging you goodbye had nothing to do with it. And that's like the frustrating thing of like, if somebody mentions their sexual orientation, oh, wow, so you just want to, like, fuck everyone who's your gender. And it's like, no, that's not how it works for straight right. people. That's not how it works for anyone. It's so obscene. Yeah. This <laughs> is Kovac. Um, <laughs> I hope she's well. I hope she's well, too. Maybe she listens. Miss Kovac, reach out to me. <laughs> um, Kate McKinnon from SNL. I oh, love yeah. her. I think she's I great. Forgot. Yeah. And she, her quote, uh, she has a quote here that says, I figured it out by watching the X-Files and noticing my <laughs> physiological reaction to it. I thought at first my physiological reaction was a product of David Duchovny's face, but no, it was Gillian Anderson, who is still the queen of my heart. So I knew then. Who was I your like, that. who was your like gay awakening moment in media or celebrity? I mean, One Tree Hill when everyone was fighting over the brothers. And I'm like, what about Sophia Bush? What about Hillary Burton and Danielle Harris? I was worried I wouldn't be enough for you. You showed me a scene at your apartment of the One Tree Hill. There was like a cat fight. You had sex in her bed! Okay. What is wrong with you, Gregor? Slut! Liar! Tree Hill's got some drama. God, I made you watch that. Tell me why every time there were two girls cat fighting, I would like rewind and be like, I'm going to watch this like over and over and over again. I don't know. I mean, I think it's why I'm attracted to like toxic people. <laughs> you're, you're like two girls beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. We also have Jane Lynch, mm -hmm. St. Vincent, Ruby Rose. And I don't know about you. I've talked to... um other like bi and gay girls who feel the same way. I felt really almost like protective over Ruby Rose. I just feel like Ruby Rose, when she came onto the scene in Orange is the New Black, all of the straightest girls in like my high school and college were like, oh my God, like it's so crazy. Like I kind of find her attractive. Ooh, but like she's a girl crush. And I was like, it's okay to find women attractive and like stop pretending like you're so edgy for thinking Ruby Rose is beautiful. Everyone would think she's beautiful. Her face has been, like, sculpted by the gods. Yeah. If you don't think she's beautiful, like, that's wild. I, I know. Exactly. Like, make it a big deal if you don't find her attractive. Right. Um, Jojo Siwa. Talk about, talk about a name that I did not think would be a part of this episode ever. Did you ever have any inkling that Jojo Siwa was going to come out? No. I had. I mean, I haven't, like, followed her ever. Yeah. Um, but when she did come out, I was like, good for her. That must have been so hard, especially with Nickelodeon. 
like breathing down her neck. Yeah. Or Disney, whichever one she's on. No, it was Nickelodeon. And the way that after she was on Nickelodeon, she was uninvited. Or after she came out, she was uninvited to the Nick Teen Choice Awards, I think it was. Do you remember that? Oh, it's called the Kids' Choice Awards, Shannon. (laughs) That's even creepier. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. The uh, the the child, the toddler <laughs> awards. Um, and I think they had like a song of hers playing and nominated and she had gone every other year and this year she didn't. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Which I find that really frustrating because anytime I get drunk at a bar and I start telling people how I think Taylor Swift and Carly Claus dated, whatever, whatever, there's always that one guy who comes up and he's straight as can be. And he's like, well, I just don't think that theory makes sense because it's 2022 and like Taylor would just come out or something if that was true. And I'm like, you obviously do not understand a lick of anything. First of all, you can't, somebody's family, right? It doesn't matter if it's 2022. What matters a lot is people's immediate family and that's something really personal to them. Also what matters is, um, record sales and, Mm -hmm. you know, how popular you are. Like that's your career. Your livelihood depends on that. And we'll talk about this um, once we get to Cara Delevingne, but the quotes that Harvey Weinstein had said to her about discouraging her from coming out. But that thing with Joe Jesse, I mean, she comes out, she's not invited to the Kids' Choice Awards. That's like a direct correlation. That happened in 2022. I want to go find the guy at the bar and be like, tell me why this happened if you think it's so okay. Right. No. And that's what a lot of people say. Like, even with me coming out, people were very much like, well, it's 2022. Don't you think people are more accepting? I'm like, no. I mean, I think we've come a long way. Also, the people who say that, are they not always straight? They are. <laughs> it's just like, how can you think, like, I would never put myself in somebody's shoes that I haven't experienced and been like, oh, I think that's fine. You know what I right? mean? Like, I think yeah. it's perfectly easy. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's really fascinating. Yeah, it's insane. Um, And then lastly, we have Haley Kiyoko, Taylor Swift's friend. I love Haley Kiyoko. And she recently said that she was dating, I forget her name, the girl from The Bachelor. Yeah, I forget her name too. Kristen Stewart's not on that list or is she not a lesbian? She, I was looking through quotes and I think she identifies as bi. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Kristen Stewart is a little bit interesting too because I just think back to her dating Robert Pattinson, but were they dating or were they PR? We don't know. Then she hooked up with that married director. Then it caused a scene and it's like, was she cheating on Rob or was it something where they were literally in a PR relationship to sell the movie? So she wasn't. And she was branded as like this horrible cheater for like three years. For a long time. Yeah. It took her a while to bounce back. Yeah. Which is crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so women who are bi or pan or just identify as queer in Hollywood, Kristen Stewart, and of course, Cara Delevingne, your favorite. This is her quote about it. She says, once I spoke about my sexual fluidity, people were like, so you're gay. And I'm like, no, I'm not gay. And a lot of the friends I have who are straight have such an old way of thinking. It's so you're just gay, right? They don't understand it. If I'm like, oh, I really like this guy, they're like, but you're gay. And I'm like, no, you're so annoying. Someone is in a relationship with a girl one minute or a boy is in a relationship with a boy. I don't want them to be pigeonholed. She said, imagine if I got married to a man. Would people be like, she lied to us? Do you ever think about that? Do you ever want, like, worry if, like, one day, what if I'm attracted to a man and, I, like, people don't understand it? Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Because for a long time I said I was bi. For a long time I said I was pan or, or you know, whatever. Mm. And even sometimes now I'm like, well, what if Chase Crawford does want to date me? <laughs> like, how do I say no to Chase Crawford? You don't. You say yes and here's the <laughs> hotel room key and exactly. you let it happen. <laughs> yeah, I get asked that a lot. Or if I'll do an AMA, people are like, who will turn you straight? I'm like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> You, you should just answer I feel like whoever has the biggest penis. You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes you just have to troll people and stuff like that. <laughs> That'll be the next time. That's what I'll say. While we're talking about Cara Delevingne, have you heard her quotes about Harvey Weinstein? I haven't. So let me just like make sure I'm getting this correctly. Um, quote, queer. Okay, this was it. So we hear from different people, right? Like you're discouraged to come out in Hollywood, um, things like that. And Harvey Weinstein told Cara Delevingne that she wouldn't make it in Hollywood as a gay woman. She was also one of the people to come out and say that Harvey Weinstein had come on to her. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Which was interesting because like she did then go go on to star in a couple of his movies, I believe. Yeah. So that's interesting. So she said in an interview how identifying a as queer has affected her in Hollywood. And she said, quote, one of the first things Harvey Weinstein ever said to me was, you will never make it in this industry as a gay woman, get a beard. I can't find this exact quote, but he basically told her, get a beard or say that you identify as bi because that way you won't lose your male customer base, basically, which is like insane for Harvey Weinstein to say that. And it just makes you wonder how many other people has he said that to? Oh, I can only imagine. There's a really good article that the actor Colton Hayes wrote, I think, for Vulture or Variety. And um, he recently came out, like, just a few years ago Mm -hmm. as gay. And in the article, he talks about how he was taught to speak without any lisp. He was taught to speak, like, with a post-it in between his teeth. So he had to, like, speak really, I don't know, it's a really good article. And he just talks about how he was so discouraged from coming out. And how he was set up with, like, Lauren Conrad and his co-stars to make Mm. him seem straight. Wait, why did they put a post-it between his teeth? I don't know. It helped him speak, like, get rid of his lisp or the way he spoke changed. Interesting. If I put a post-it between my teeth, would I be able to pronounce women and women correctly? I'm like, I would. I don't think so. I think that's, (laughs) you're never going to get it right. I'm I'm like, I would stick a hamster in my mouth if that helped me (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, we also have Miley Cyrus on this list. Do you remember the Can't Be Tamed music video? Of course. There's a scene where she's like almost kissing a woman in that. And -hmm. I know exactly when it happens because I watched it so many times (laughs) as a kid. (laughs) You're like 47 second mark. It's when like they're going through the museum after she breaks out of the cage. What a good – I'm going to watch the music video after we finish here. It's such a good one. And they're going through like all of the habitats of the animals and it's like flashing strobe lights. And in one of them, her and a girl almost like kiss and then it moves. And they did that when they performed the song. Oh, look at you with your Miley Cyrus fun facts. I remember. And her quote, she says, My whole life I didn't understand my own gender and my own sexuality. I always hated the word bisexual because that's even putting me in a box. I don't ever think about someone being a boy or someone being a girl. My eyes started opening in the fifth or sixth grade. My first relationship in my life was with a chick. 
And it's funny, I think you and I have talked about hating certain words. I don't really like the word bisexual. I think you've said that the word lesbian sometimes you don't, you prefer to say gay. And it is funny because I don't know, like, what do you, where do you stand in terms of liking labels or disliking them? I think it all just depends on the person, really. You know, I think we try and label everything. Everything. Because say if you've always been with men right? Mm-hmm. You've always been with guys, but you meet a girl who you're really, really into, mm-hmm. but you're afraid to put a label on yourself as like bi or lesbian or whatever. Like I kind of get not wanting to label it and just being like, this is who I like. But then I also, I don't know if there's a privilege in being able to do that. Yeah, no, totally. Because people say that a lot with like bisexual people and things like that. How, you know, if you want to just identify or if you just, if you want to date someone like you're in a heterosexual relationship, you have complete capacity to do that and not be discriminated against or, you know, feel awkward at work or around your family at Thanksgiving or things like that. And that's like a huge privilege. Yeah. And that's honestly why I came out. Because for a long time, I was very much like, um, I don't label myself. I don't want to label. (laughs) But my friend Rich and I were talking and he was like, you know, I didn't even get to come out because I was told I was gay. And I was kind of like, oh, mm. because like when he's a young boy, people are like, oh, he sounds gay. Yeah. He's acting gay. Yeah. And once he said that, I was kind of like, oh, so I do have a privilege, even though I didn't think I did. Yeah. And that's kind of why I, I ended up coming out because of that. That's, oh, I'm glad you told me that. I had never thought of that before. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to skip to somebody because one of the quotes that somebody said here was kind of similar to what you were speaking about. Okay. This was it. Cynthia Nixon, Miranda, or as Steve would say, Miranda <laughs> from <laughs> Sex the City. Um, this was her interesting quote. Okay. She says, I identify as gay as a political stance. If anyone prior to my meeting and falling in love with Christine had asked me about what I think about sexuality, I would have said, I think we're all bisexual. But I had that point of view without ever having felt attracted to a woman. If I had never met a woman I was attracted to before Christine, and if I had maybe had me... If maybe I had met her when I was 20, I would have fallen in love with her and only dated women. But maybe if I'd met her at 20, I wouldn't have responded at all. Who knows? And I kind of think about that too. I think of like this girl in high school that I had this massive crush on. If she had never gone to my high school, maybe I would have thought that I was completely straight until college. You know, if the right people hadn't entered my life, maybe I would think I'm completely straight. If the most phenomenal woman ever entered my life early on, Maybe I would think I was gay. I do think that who you encounter, it changes a lot of how you feel about this. Yeah, for sure. I would, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, okay, we also have Halsey. We have yes. Sia on the list. Um, by the way, have you read those blind items about Sia and um, Maddie Ziegler or whatever, the girl in the music videos? Yeah. And how they're always having like sleepovers and stuff like that? Very weird. Like, I understand if – I remember the first time she was in the music video, everyone was like, that's so great. Sia's giving her a shot. And then she stuck her in every music video, and people were like, okay, like, what's going on with this girl? And, like, Grammy performances too, I think. Yes. They were like a package deal. And then – I don't know. Then it started coming out that they were having sleepovers together. And I just feel like if you are friends with someone young and there's, like, a huge age gap difference and they're, like, a child – I don't know. I guess you could be friends with them. Why would you have why would you sleep over with them? Couldn't you just see each other for breakfast the next morning? Like why would you sleep over? Yeah. 
I agree with that. I agree with I don't think there's a reason for it. Um, Lily Reinhardt from uh, Riverdale. Have you ever watched Riverdale? Yeah, I watched like the first (laughs) season and a half, and then it just got bad. And I love teen dramas. I don't care how old I I am. I will watch a teen drama. But that one, I just, I had to quit. They combined like everything. It's now like 25% Glee, 25% The Vampire Diaries. Like they're now witches who are like singing and casting spells over the town. It's like full on crazy train. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, Abby Jacobson from Broad City. Did you know that? I did know that. I did. Bella Thorne. Yep. I love Bella Thorne. Troy loves Bella Thorne. She's amazing. And when she came out, well, she she was actually a little bit messy. She posted a picture on Snapchat of her kissing a woman in 2016. And I think the woman she was kissing was her ex-boyfriend's sister. <laughs> she was so messy, dude. And then she tweeted, um, oh, thank you for all the accepting tweets from everyone. I love you guys. Hashtag pride. And then a fan tweeted her asking if she was bisexual. And then she just tweeted back, yes. That's now, one way to do it. What? I said that's one way to do it. Yeah, so she tweeted one word, three letters, and every single tabloid article is like, Belle Thorne's shocking way of coming out. I'm like, there's really no way to quietly come out in Hollywood. Like, she responded to a tweet and she said yes, and every magazine cover was like, holy shit, like, we need to talk about it. It's crazy. Paris Jackson, Lauren from Fifth Harmony, Michelle Rodriguez – Remember her and Cara Delevingne at those basketball games? Do you remember those haunting pictures of her and Zac Efron on the yacht? Yeah, with the Svengali, as they say in the blind items, the Svengali. Um, Aubrey Plaza, Evan Rachel Wood, Drew Barrymore. That shocked me. Did you know about Drew Barrymore? I didn't. I think you told me the other day, and I was like, Drew? Yeah. So her quote about this, she says, a woman and a woman together are beautiful, just just as a man and a woman together are beautiful. Being with a woman is like exploring your own body, but through someone else. When I was younger, I used to go with lots of women. Totally. I love it. Damn, true. Get um, it, Drew. Janelle Monae, mm-hmm. Tessa Thompson, Azealia Banks, Kesha, Lindsay Lohan, Courtney Love, and Kate Moss. Have you heard the rumors about that? Yes. What have you, know, you heard? This is how I feel. If you're like a supermodel, right? Like mm-hmm. not just Kate Moss, anyone, you're already a 15 out of 10. Yeah. And you can get with anyone. You might as well get with other models and other like 15s. You know what I mean? Dude, a hundred percent. I think it was when Claire Parker from Celebrity Memoir Book Club was on here and she was like, what is sexuality when you're a 10? Like, when you're a 10 surrounded by 10s, like, does it really matter, like, if you're the same gender or not? It's like, everybody's hot. That's what matters. Right. Everybody's hot. Everybody is allegedly on drugs. Mm -hmm. We're just trying to have a good time. So there was a quote here. It says, leave it to Courtney Love to overshare about everything, including her lesbian fling. (laughs) Which, by the way, I'm just like, if you hook up with a girl once, I don't know if you can call that fling lesbian, but, like, whatever. It was Kate Moss. She doesn't care. Okay. It's a great story for the grandchildren. So yeah, Kate wasn't doing a lot of drugs. It was just a thing that happened in Milan in the 90s, which by the way, how chic does that sound? It happened in Milan in the 90s. It happened and it was fun and whatever. And she talks about it. And so I hope she doesn't get mad that I outed her. I feel like such a kiss and tell. Kate's great though. Kate's a good friend of mine. 
And then it says, sounds a little bit like Kate might not be so thrilled to hear about this confession that she made. So I guess she was talking about in an interview. Fergie, did you know Fergie's on the list? No, I'm so surprised by this list. I'm like, you brought me on the wrong episode because I I had no idea. <laughs> I know. I was going through like I just all of these different lists of like who's queer in Hollywood. I was not expecting Fergie. So Black Eyed Peas singer Fergie was sleeping with girls after marrying Josh du- Dumail. Do you know her? Dumel, yeah. Dumel. Until her therapist reportedly told her in 2009 that she would still be cheating on her husband when she was having flings with women. <laughs> So I guess our therapist had to tell her, even if you're cheating with women, um, that's still cheating on your husband. You know, I have weird feelings about Fergie because she was like in her 20s dating a 16-year-old Justin Timberlake. I had, yes, I had heard about that too. And I think there was another um, young man that she was dating too that was like super sketchy. Yeah, it's like. I know. Yeah, Fergie's interesting. Um, Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Megan Fox, Rita Ora, Amber Heard, Demi Lovato, and Ashley Benson. You know, Diana Agron just came out as queer officially, too. So did that magazine end up posting a quote about it? What did it say? I'm adding her to the list. Um, they called her a queer icon. They did. And then because they were there was a magazine that recently came out with a Pride edition, and they were like, Diana Agron, you know, this interview with our queer celebrity – and then you go to the interview and you read through it and she doesn't say anything about her sexuality. I know. That's why, I, but I feel like the fact they put it there. It must mean, that, yeah, they were like, this is going to be even quieter than Bella Thorne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, you're not even going to come out. We're just going to start referring to you as queer. So I love that. That made my whole Swift Grand senses go all tingly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, and then here are some celebs that people speculate are queer. So let's just do a little fun speculation of ourselves. Kendall Jenner, I say yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zendaya, I would love to see that, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I mean, probably, right? Right. Also, <laughs> like, I truly – I'm so bad at this. People some are always like, Shannon, like, stop speculating on people. I just literally think that everyone in the world is bisexual until you're socialized enough or you meet enough specific people that you push one way to the other. I actually agree with you on that. Like, there are certain friends of mine, I'm like, oh, they're like 100% straight. So, like, if I really need, like, a straight girl's opinion, I'll yeah, go Yeah, our that friend one. Jess is, like, 100%, 100% straight. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But there are other friends, I'm like, you say you're straight, but... Right? I'm like, I'm always looking for a little hint. Okay, what about Brie Larson? I would say yes. I don't know. I don't think so. Ooh, no. Okay. I know that there are a lot of rumors. Mm-hmm. I think she's just messy. Ooh, yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, ha- well, one day I have to do an episode on all of the ways, the many ways that Brie Larson has tried to get Taylor Swift's attention and Taylor Swift yeah. does not give it to her. Like, she has covered songs of Taylor Swift before. She has made so many references to her. She'll, like, tweet her about cats. And Taylor Swift has, like, never given her one lick of internet attention. Yeah, I think she's just, like, kind of messy. Yeah. She likes to insert herself. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock, I'm going to say yes. Yes. And Rihanna. Yes. Yeah, me too. Have you heard about there's a model who alleges that she had an affair with Rihanna? Well, most of Rihanna's blinds, like we did an episode on her and most of them are about her with women. Right? Yeah. It's very much um, 
like Whitney Houston, she had a best friend who was always with her. I forget her name, but it came out that they ended up, they were in a relationship. Don't you love that? The whole history will say that they were best friends situation. Yeah. There's so many blind items about Rihanna going to strip clubs and just like having the time of her life there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this this model alleges she told the Sun newspaper in the UK, which by the way, it must be like the messiest newspaper ever. That's the one that was like involved in the I suit know. with Johnny Depp. <laughs> Whoever is running, I would love to intern at the Sun UK edition. Like you do great. You do great there. <laughs> She said, quote, we had an amazing connection. We would order food in together. We watched TV together. We did all kinds of stuff. It became a sexual thing. It only lasted a couple of weeks because she was very busy and had a lot going on in her life and we had to be secretive. Mm, interesting. Huge thank you to this episode's sponsor, Peloton. I'm really excited to tell you about Peloton. I would say for myself personally, Working out is the number one thing in the world that I can talk myself out of so easily. I can come up with like a million excuses for why I shouldn't work out today. It's pretty hard for me to get motivated. Working out using the Peloton app, it's the only thing that consistently for over a year now I've wanted to come back to. I don't know how they designed it, but working out on the Peloton app, it really makes you feel like you're working out with a community of other people. Anytime you take a class, you can see how many other people are online taking it. You're also able to stack classes. So you could do like 10 minutes stretching, 30 minutes running, and then 10 minute abs and just stack them almost like a playlist all in one. My favorite instructor, is personally Selena, but I really like all of them. So right now, it's the perfect time to try out Peloton. The Peloton Bike Plus is now $500 less, it's best price yet, and that includes free delivery and setup. And there are more game-changing prices available on the original Peloton Bike and the Peloton Tread. So you can visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. So should we get into some of the blind items about everything? Yeah, please. All right. <laughs> Let's start with someone that you like a lot, this blind item about Amber Heard and Cara Delevingne. All right. It says, this B-plus list mostly movie actress, Amber Heard, is having another spat with her former girlfriend. It seems the former girlfriend thought that she was going to be number one on the playlist of the actress. Nope. The actress found another guy, so when the guy wanted a threesome, she had to get this foreign-born model-turned-actress who has been on the rocks with her girlfriend. So allegedly, Cara Delevingne was fighting with St. Vincent, and Amber Heard snuck in there and said, do you want to be in a threesome with me and Elon Musk? You know, I want to see Elon Musk and Cara Delevingne in a room together. Ooh. I just want to see how they interact. <laughs> I feel like the only thing they have in common is like drugs and cheating on women. I just, I need to see them. Probably. If I could be a fly on the wall for any celebrity <laughs> hookup, it would without a doubt be Amber Heard, Cara Delevingne, Elon Musk threesome. Yeah. I would imagine, now I'm getting like real gross, but like I would imagine that Amber <laughs> Heard and Cara Delevingne were just like doing most of it while Elon Musk was like watching and then like tweeting on drugs and then like watching. I just, I can't really picture him as like a very sexual person. Like there's some people like, okay, you look at Prince performing and you're like, Prince could fuck a tree. He could like 
he could make anything sexual. Elon Musk would zap all the sexual energy out of any room he's in. Yeah, he just looks so sweaty and, like, <laughs> greasy. Oh, he looks like a lizard. Oh, and when um Grimes and Elon Musk recruited Azealia Banks to be in a threesome <laughs> and she went to her Instagram stories to be like, the fuck not. I think she said something like the nerve of these like white people to think that I would put my fully human lips on them when they are like gray and disgusting and like keep taking all these drugs. <laughs> That's why I came out there. I didn't come out there because I give a fuck about Elon Musk. Whatever little fucking raggedy alien sex that y'all niggas was trying to set me up for. You know, I was I was trying to get out there, get my shit popping. This bitch really is. Like, this bitch is really like a fucking weirdo. And it's just like, what am I doing with this fucking weirdo? Oh, I feel weird now. And yeah, that's really why I don't collaborate with people. Like, listen, if you want to collaborate with me, you got to just like send me the file. You know what I mean? And I kept asking her to send me the fucking music while I was in New York. She's like, oh, no, yeah, I think it's best. Like, if we work together, the vibes flow better in person. Like, why did I really have to fly all the way across the country to, like, lay 16 bars? You should have just sent me the fucking track. It's like, bitch, if you think I'm going to steal your shit, I already remember the chord progressions. Like, I have very sharp memory. I could steal the shit right fucking now if I wanted to. What do you want? What is it? (laughs) And then she was like, I've been here for three days. They won't let me leave. Maybe I'd be a fly on the wall for that situation. Yeah, I would probably, I'd be into that one, I think. Did you see the blind item that said that um, Elon Musk and Azealia Banks would have, no, wait, this might not have been a blind item. She might have said this, that they would have sex and then afterwards they would go into the backyard and like shoot animals with guns. Not like, (laughs) (laughs) they would go hunting. Yeah, she probably said that. A lot of stuff that she says is actually very true. I think, I swear to God, like, she is her own auntie, but she just doesn't make them blind items. She just, like, says stuff like that. All the time. You know, I'm Googling it. I'll have to, like, find that one. So keep in mind that that one's alleged. But there was something about them, like, going hunting after they had sex. What is the most dangerous game? Like something like that. But but it was it was her and a celebrity CEO, and we know celebrity CEO is like always empty. Yeah. All right. We have one here about Ruby Rose and St. Vincent saying this openly gay singer, songwriter, actress who sounds foreign born but really isn't, St. Vincent, has already been cheated on a couple times by the foreign born illiterate actress with the huge upcoming gig. And this was when Ruby Rose was supposed to be Batwoman. The couple have only been going out for a few weeks, but our illiterate actress said that there are too many women headed her way to be tied down, regardless of what she told her girlfriend. I totally see Ruby Rose spreading it around town. Oh, she fucks. Also, isn't she Australian too? If you're, mm-hmm. which by the way, literally all Australian people are hot. It's like there's something in the water down there that makes like the spiders 10 times as big and the woman like 10 times as more beautiful. I picture Ruby Rose to be just, like, so charismatic. Yeah, she would draw me in in a second. But there were a lot of blind items about her being a total see you next Tuesday on the set of Batwoman. And, like, they hated her on there. Yeah, I've heard she's difficult. Yeah, I know. But but every woman in Hollywood's difficult. So I, like, you know. That's true. That's true. You don't You don't ever really hear about people being, like, a pleasure to work with. Yeah, it's always bad. (laughs) 
Now, there were a bunch of blind items about Cara Delevingne and St. Vincent and Cara cheating on St. Vincent. Basically, anyone that Cara Delevingne has been in a relationship with, there are so many blinds about her cheating on them. <laughs> but this one was really interesting. And I remember when I read it years ago, I was like, I don't know if this would happen. And then everything with Cara Delevingne and Megan the Stallion went down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I think this blind item is true. This foreign-born A-list model slash part-time actress was on a plane from Dallas to Amsterdam this past week when she was repeatedly asked by flight attendants to stop trying to have sex on the plane. (laughs) The kissing with her girlfriend was fine, but when other things started to happen, she was warned. She started up again and was warned again. By the third time she tried, she was told that she would be arrested upon landing if she tried. I believe that. But also she comes from like a serious like fuck you money background. Yeah. So I feel like if you come from that background and you're a Hollywood celebrity, like, you probably think that you're above every single rule and law in the universe. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about really anyone who's like a child star even. Because who's going to tell you no? You pay the bills. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your entire life, people have either let you get away with stuff. If you do something wrong, they will cover it up. And, like, try to act – you know the whole, like, we can make this go away. Like, everything in your life people have made it go away for you. Right. And things like that. Speaking of which, by the way, what do you think – this is kind of off topic, but what do you think's going on with Justin Bieber lately? I'm really worried because Haley also had, like, a brain – I know. I follow clot or something, so right? many conspiracy theorists on Twitter, and they were like, they got a bad batch of the COVID vaccine. And I was like, I don't know. Hey, everyone. Um – Justin here. Uh, I wanted to update you guys on what's been going on. Um, Obviously, as you can probably see from my face, um, I have uh, this syndrome called uh, um, Ramsey-Hunt syndrome. And it is from this virus that um, attacks the nerve in my ear and my facial nerves and has caused my face to have paralysis. As you can see, this eye is not blinking. I can't smile on this side of my face. This nostril will not move. So there's full paralysis in this side of my face. I'm going to get better. And I'm doing all these facial exercises to get my face back to normal. And um, it will go back to normal. It's just time. And we don't know how much time that's going to be. But it's going to be... It's going to be okay. Some people were saying Haley Bieber's birth control could have been the reason for that because to have a blood clot um for a young healthy person like that's pretty freaking rare yeah the way i feel about justin bieber um he can't tour anymore it's not good for him he's shown us over and over and over again that he can't tour and that's okay you know he's not are you saying like mentally it's not good for him Mentally, yeah. He used to, on the Purpose tour, mm-hmm. that I think he ended up canceling before it finished, but he used to cry on stage all the time and, like, well, so did, granted. So did Ariana Grande. I wonder if there's something about 
And I think celebrities are notorious for not wanting to tour. I think there's a lot of blind items about Doja Cat, like, saying that she had COVID when she didn't. Allegedly, it's a blind item because she was just like, fuck touring. And it's how so many of these artists and singers make money. But I think that's why a lot of them want to transition to being actors and actresses because, yeah, you go on set for a few times, for a few weeks. That's so much easier than spending nine months of your life on the road and touring. Yeah, it does a number on your body. And what I think Justin should do is honestly become a producer because he's so talented. Mm. And that way he can still be involved in music. He can still get his name out there. Because mm-hmm. I assume if you've been famous since you're 12, you want that fame. You want that attention. Yeah. And as a producer, he'd be great at that. Yeah. Does he have that talent? I mean, like, what does it take to produce something? You have to know about all – all I know about music production is, like, Charlie Puth on TikTok being, like, the hum of my dishwasher is, like – Well, yeah. You have to be able to, like, put sounds together mm-hmm. and make it sound good. But Justin can play – Well, if Joe Alwyn can fucking do it, I'm sure Justin <laughs> – <laughs> Yeah, agreed. That's all you need to say, right? (laughs) Also, he's so good. It's funny how him and Selena Gomez, some people are good at this, some people aren't. They're both people where they sound really good when they're featured on somebody else's song. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Yeah. Okay, I – Let's see. I'm going to skip some of these Cara Delevingne ones because I know that you guys did a Cara Delevingne episode. Is that Patreon or is that live? No, it's public. Okay. And that was a really good one. (laughs) We had some interesting ones about Sarah Paulson and Holland Taylor, which I was excited to dig into because I'm like, what is going on with this here? They were a lot about cheating. Yeah, I've heard that. So there was one saying this AA minus list, mostly TV actress who seemingly stars in every show made by this showrunner, Ryan Murphy, mm-hmm. went straight to a televised event from the bed of her much, much younger lover who her significant other knows nothing about. We had another one too. Allegedly, this involves Jessica Chastain, this A minus list, mostly TV actress who works for the same boss on a multiple cable projects, cheated on her girlfriend for a night with this A minus list, mostly movie actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. Have you heard the rumors? You've read um, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, right? Yes. So good. Did you think about Taylor Swift when you read it? I did, and I read it. Um. Maybe, like, just as quarantine started. Okay, yeah. So I read it, like, a couple years ago, and then you see, like, lover lyrics in that book, and it's yeah. it's really interesting, but I'm not a huge reader, and I got into that book so fast. Yes, it's so – I almost want to do, like, a giveaway and just, like, buy it for people because it's such a good book, and especially, like, our brains are so fried from just, like, being exposed to TikTok all day that it yeah. feels like a – physical burden to read a book, which sucks because books are incredible, you know? Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, like, it is a book that you will be like, actually, I would rather, you know, read this book than, like, finish the TV series. Yeah, I would, like, stay up late to finish this. And isn't that (laughs) the best feeling, like, staying Mm -hmm. up and and you're like, oh, damn, it's like 1 a.m. and I've been reading. Right. (laughs) So they're going to be making that book into a movie, I think. I wish it was a series. Oh, my God, don't you? It would be a great HBO series. Yeah, just Um, a seven-part series or something. Yes. Yes, dude. And I think Jessica Chastain is gunning for the role of Celia is what I've heard. I hope so. I hope that's true. Wouldn't that be good? I have been trying to rack my brain of who would play Evelyn Hugo, and I can't think of anyone. I always said Eva Mendes. 
Oh. But I think she's like too too old. And I hate to say that. Yeah. Well, also the the storyline covers them being young up to them being older. So you can't cast too old or too – I guess you could do too young because you could make them look older. But yeah. Yeah. She – those two have always been like my – my choices, or you know how much I love Britney Snow. I think she'd be great Celia. Yeah. Would you have her be blonde then? No, red, red hair. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. She had red hair and Pitch Perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. Sandra Bullock. There have been blinds for, you know, as long as long as the – as long as the years go on, whatever. I couldn't think of a metaphor. <laughs> there have been blinds for a long time. And this one blind sums it all up, saying, this closeted, permanent, A-plus list slash A-list, mostly movie, movie actress got married to her longtime girlfriend late last month. So there have been a lot of rumors about Sandra Bullock being closeted and having this, like, secret girlfriend for years and things like that. But it's funny because it really only pops up in the blind items. You're, you never really see people on TikTok or anything talking about that. No. I think the older generation of actresses – you know, they're actually really lucky in a way that they were able to do so much without yeah, like, TikTok presence or social media presence. Totally. Like the idea of having um, stands, right? Like One Direction stands who follow every single thing. There's not really like Sandra Bullock stands who are going to send you a death threat if like you say anything bad about her. No. Yeah, it's a big help. Yeah. And did you see that movie she was in with Channing Tatum? I haven't watched it yet. I want to, though. Is it good? <laughs> I watched it on, like, the plane because I was like, this kind of seems like a plane movie. I actually thought it was really funny. And she looks so good in it. John and I were like, we need to Google how old she is because she looks, like, phenomenal. What's funny is there are blind items that were trying to say that Channing didn't want her in the movie because she was too old to be a love interest for him. I've heard some shitty things about Channing Tatum. Me too. Did you well, see we did a whole episode on him, so yes. Wait, when did you? I don't know. Maybe like a month or two months, three months ago. Ooh, okay. I'll have to go through. Did you read that one in the episode where it was saying that like he was going to be the next Army Hammer, that like he treats his girlfriends yes. like shit and stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to check that one out because him, his step-up relationship, like, I loved that one. I loved yeah. them together. Me too. Um, okay. <laughs> You've probably definitely heard this one, the Amber Heard, Carly Kloss, Taylor Swift blind. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Okay. It says, speaking of the actress in number 10, she was approached by the, the British is Amber Heard. She was approached by the illiterate model who codes. The actress told the model to fuck off because the actress is a fan of the arch enemy of the model. So I guess Amber Heard is like enough of a Swifty that if Carly Kloss says hi, she's going to say fuck off. You're a big Swifty. Yeah. If Carly Kloss approached you, would you say no? I would. Are you kidding me? I would do any. Like Carly Kloss <laughs> is just like, she's really something, isn't she? She is. I think she's a little, I think her social media presence is a little bit cringe. Have you watched her vlogs? No. She's just very much, um, like, she would never make it on TikTok because she's very, like, uh, you could just tell she doesn't edit her own stuff, which, like, why would she? But her vlogs are very much like, hi, guys, like, we're going to do this with, like, a collab with, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, the, did you see her and Emily Mariko do that TikTok video together? Oh, yeah, they they baked, right? Yes. 
They made cookies. <laughs> they baked. And I just feel like Carly Kloss is like a little bit of a clout chaser on certain yeah, things. A hundred percent. Yeah. So that's interesting. Okay. Now we have a blind item. Did you watch Westworld? I didn't. Ooh, it's good. If you ever, I don't know, like break your leg and you need to be at home for like a month and you need a show to watch. Westworld is really good. Um, you know Evan Rachel Wood. Do you know Tessa Thompson? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a blind item about the two of them saying, this A-literate, A-list actress keeps playing with fire. Currently, what is burning her is the torrid situation with her three-named actress co-star, which is Tessa Thompson and a- Evan Rachel Wood, who are both in Westworld together. And they're both so incredibly hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Have you watched Phoenix Rising on HBO Max? No, it's on my list. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's really, really good, guys. It's really, like, hard to watch, but I think it's really important to watch. It's about Evan Rachel Wood's relationship with Marilyn Manson. So is she involved in it, or is it, like, somebody else is doing the work on- Oh, it's her. Oh, it's her? Okay. It's about her going to, like, D.C. and speaking out against um, Marilyn Manson and, like, trying to get bills passed for, like, restraining yeah. order. It's really good. And Marilyn Manson is someone where, did you hear about how he's inspired from the Johnny Depp situation? Oh, of course. And what's going to happen? And I know that it's such a polarizing, like, Team Johnny, Team Amber, whatever. I don't want that to happen in Marilyn and Evan Rachel Wood. It's so far and away obvious that Marilyn Manson is a living, breathing piece of shit, like a human piece of garbage. And what's so insane is I was tweeting about Phoenix Rising, and all of a sudden all these Marilyn Manson fans are attacking me on Twitter. Which is insane, by the way. It's just insane. I remember Andy was talking about that on his podcast where he was like, she is literally already, Evan Rachel Wood is already getting death threats about this stuff. And yeah. it's just, it has been, there are so many, I get like with the Johnny Depp thing, let's say like you're of the camp who believes Amber Heard is the only one who's ever said anything bad about him. You cannot think that with Marilyn Manson. There's like hundreds of allegations over the years from so many women and it's all documented and things like that. So I don't know. Also the fact that he's friends with Johnny Depp, like you don't really, if you're friends with like a bunch of abusers, that doesn't look great, does it? Right. Right. No, I agree. You are the company you keep. So luckily Shannon, you keep me company and you know, I'm great. I'm a great influence on your life. <laughs> no, you are. You you uh you encourage me to get out in New York City more because in the two goddamn months you've been here, you've done like more than I have in like the I've two done a years. Lot. Yeah, you've done a lot of stuff. Okay, so I think we're gonna wrap up here. I know you have your Patreon happy hour to get to, which by the way, plug if you're a Beyond the Blinds Patreon member, they get what happy hours once a month with you guys. Yeah, yeah. If you had do the ten dollars, um, you get a happy hour with Troy and I, and we talk about whatever you want us to talk about. Ooh, fun. Okay, to end on, let's both put in a. I love doing future predictions. Okay. So let's say like a year from now, everyone we talked about in this episode, mm-hmm. who do you see hooking up with who? Who do you see being in the news? Who do you see breaking up or getting together or anything like that? I mean, Cara Delevingne will definitely do some more crazy things. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. I think Demi, I think Demi will end up dating a girl. Okay. When was the last time Demi dated anyone? I don't know. Did they date someone after the whole, like, remember they got engaged to that crazy guy, Max? 
I remember when Max, wait, the, <laughs> cried on the beach. Yes, and he called paparazzi, or he took photos of himself, like yeah. ki- literally kicking rocks on the beach with like his arms folded, like I'm grumpy. It was like, oh my god. And then um, this would have to be an entire episode one day because this would be great. But didn't a bunch of people find that he had old tweets talking about yeah. how Selena Gomez was hotter than Demi Lovato? Yeah. That's like so fucked up. I agree. That's so fucked up. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like who else. I feel like Kristen Stewart hasn't like full on dated anyone in a while. I remember her. Kristen Stella. Stewart? Yeah. She's engaged to a girl. What? To a woman. Yeah. She's engaged. I thought the last time I checked, I thought she was dating Stella Maxwell. No, she's been engaged for a while. Oh, my God. You know what sucks? Wait, after two years. During COVID, like, all of these people got together, and I was, like, completely out of the loop for it. Yeah, that's true. I don't know who else on the list. I mean. Dylan Meyer. Wait, who is she? I don't know. Interesting. She's cute. She's, like, tall. She's got blonde hair. I could picture um, Lily Reinhardt dating a girl, too. Oh, ooh, I would love to see Lily Reinhardt get together with Bella Thorne or something. <laughs> no, think- not Bella Thorne. <laughs> oh, totally. Well, yeah. Be- have you seen Riverdale? I feel like Bella Thorne would, like, totally be into that. <laughs> Maybe, let's see, Azealia Banks. I would love to – I love Azealia Banks to get together with someone and then get messy and spill the tea. Um and maybe Kesha, maybe Kesha in a relationship, because I feel like the only thing the last five years we've heard about Kesha has just been like sadness and Dr. Luke and everything like that. To yeah. see her dating someone, I think that would be really fun. And I'd love to see like Fergie get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> people in the place. All right. Thank you so much for Kelly for coming. And everyone can find you on Instagram. You are at Laguna Biatch. Mm-hmm. You and Troy host Beyond the Blinds, and you have nostalgia and now, but I think it's on a permanent hiatus. Mm-hmm. You you've done your homework, Shannon. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I try to keep up. I try to keep up with the Kardashians, Kelly edition. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And thank you for having me. This is so much fun, and you're killing it. And always proud of you. Oh, thanks, Kay. All right. Huge thanks to Kelly for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Kelly. And um. I mean, I feel like you guys already listen to Beyond the Blinds. If you don't listen to Beyond the Blinds, what uh, what are you doing? I feel like our podcasts are like salt and pepper together. They're like uh, macaroni and cheese. Maybe like they would be the macaroni and I would be the cheese. You know, I just feel like it's a perfect little pairing. So go check out Beyond the Blinds if you haven't already. Now, I want to touch on some of the TTT that I got from a listener. So this was actually like a full month ago. I... Um, <laughs> I meant to talk about it earlier and I forgot. But this is back when I was talking about Kevin Spacey and how three different people who had accused Kevin Spacey of sexual assault and abuse all died in one year, which if you mention that factual sentence even once as a comment on Reddit, a bunch of people will pop up with random accounts to tell you that it's totally normal for something like that to happen. And anyway, that's besides the point. But a listener of the podcast had her own Kevin Spacey story. She emailed it in. It's fucking nuts. And I'm going to read it right now because it's too good to keep to myself. Okay, here's what they say. 
I had an acting teacher about 17 years ago who went to Juilliard with Kevin Spacey. When Kevin Spacey was a junior, he got asked to fill in for a minor, minor role in a graduate showcase. He was so excited that he contacted every major agency in New York City to invite them to the show. Obviously, they turned him down because it was a super small role, and also it was considered poor form to sign someone who wasn't in the graduating class. Kevin Spacey was so persistent that he allegedly called every agency and told them that if they didn't come to his performance, he would send an explosive device to their buildings. No joke. Apparently, the stunt got him expelled, but Juilliard doesn't say that because they liked saying that he went there. My acting teacher flew out to L.A. with him, and she said after that flight um, that—wait. Oh, yeah. My L.A. teacher flew out to L.A. with him and said after that fight, he had no doubt in his mind that, quote, Kevin Spacey would kill his own mother if it would make him famous, end quote. Needless to say, I was not surprised to hear about anything that's come out, and I, like you, definitely raised an eyebrow at the unfortunate passing of some of his accusers. So, I mean, holy shit, Kevin Spacey with a bomb threat. I did not have that on my, um, I guess, bingo card of the past or something, but (laughs) isn't that crazy? Like, what kind of mind thinks of that? Now I'm like, if you ever gave me like a one-star review on the podcast, I'm going to send a bomb to your house. Like, it's just so insane. Anyway, so of course I responded to this listener and I was like, oh my God, here we go. And she goes, I have another one for you. All right, here we go. I moved to the UK shortly after that and I was working at Redacted, fancy department store where a lot of other actors would work part-time while they were waiting for like their big break. I remember two gay guys I was friends with talking about Kevin Spacey because he had picked up one of them at a house party. Allegedly, it was like a known thing that Kevin Spacey would go after young guys who were just out of drama school and try to pick them up. And allegedly, he had even given a blowjob to one of their friends. Kevin Spacey had allegedly given a blowjob to one of their friends in the hallways of one of these said parties. Then she continues, here's the part that I found interesting. He had asked out one of them, let's call him Bill, and taken him to a theater show. Kevin Spacey was introducing Bill to a bunch of industry peeps to show him off and also to show Bill who he knew. But Bill said that after that, he never spoke to him again, not because Kevin Spacey didn't call, he was calling, but because Bill said that all of the industry people knew exactly what was going on when Kevin Spacey introduced him. Bill said that he didn't want to be known as someone who would get a break from being one of Kevin's boy toys because the careers of these boy toys never went well long term. And then she says, this reminded me of the fiasco of the first Superman, Brandon Routh, who was apparently discovered by Kevin Spacey and then did nothing afterwards. I didn't even know who that Brandon guy was. I had to look him up afterwards. You know, I've never really seen any Superman movies or TV shows. But I was like, damn, that's interesting. It is just so fascinating that like sometimes we talk about allegations on this podcast and on TikTok and things like that. But When people actually get, like, exposed and discovered, I'm talking, like, Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, it's—they all have upwards of over a hundred allegations, like, over a hundred, and it's really just fascinating that, like, before any media outlet wants to blow the lid off of this or talk about it, there needs to be over, like, 50 different people who have come forward, which is crazy. Like, you shouldn't be able to abuse or assault one person without everybody finding out about it. It's just, like, insane to me. 
And yeah, Kevin Spacey is one of those people where like so many different people have written into me. I, w- I should honestly keep and sort all of them where they have like their own Kevin Spacey stories. So like, fuck that guy. Um, bomb threats and blowing boys in the hallways. Allegedly. Allegedly. All right, so now let's talk Austin Butler. You've probably seen him a bunch. He is going to be Elvis in the upcoming biopic Elvis. Um, And he's kind of making the rounds on TikTok. Maybe it's my For You page and it's different than yours. But I think I love Princess Milky on TikTok. I think she phrased it best when she said, or maybe this was on her Twitter, but she was basically like, I think we need an exorcism because like, I think the soul of Elvis has like taken over the body of Austin Butler and like he can't let go. And there are all of these montages of Austin Butler's voice throughout the years, which first of all, like who the fuck knows Austin Butler? I mean, I'll get through. We'll do like a little one-on-one of him. But like he was in a few kids shows and like CW shows and things like that. He's not really that well known, but there are clips of him speaking and his voice is completely different than the Elvis voice he's doing now. But like it's weird. It's cringe. You know what I mean? And I just have to say like in all of the comments where people are calling him out other than the comments in my video because all of my followers, you know, have a great brain on their shoulders unlike some of these other people on TikTok. But people are dick ragging him within an inch of their last breath. They're like, no, 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 it's like completely fine. Like your voice, they're using the same exact excuse. Like when people look at Kendall Jenner's lips and she had these thin lips just like mine back in the day. And now she has this plumped up pouty smile. And instead of people saying that she got lip injections, they're like, she went through puberty. That's what happens in puberty. No, it's not. I went through puberty too, bitch. And my lips didn't get any bigger. Are you kidding me? You get hair in your armpits and you start sweating. You don't get plumped up lips. Like maybe some people do. But like in health class, when you're talking about what it's like to go through puberty, That's not on it. And everybody's using that excuse for Austin Butler. They're like, he just went through puberty. Yes, okay, first of all, puberty does make your voice deeper. But he's age 30 right now. He's age 30. And there's videos from him age 20 up to like 28 doing a normal voice. So I don't think he went through puberty at like age 28 and 29. He would be a scientific anomaly if that happened. Also, yes, your voice gets deeper during puberty, but you don't sound like Elvis. You know what I mean? Like my voice could, if I'm a guy, my voice could get deeper, but my voice would get deeper. It's not going to sound like this. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's a horrible, horrible Elvis accent. Anyway, but it's pissing me off. And then here's another thing, too. Here's another thing. Now I'm, like, really getting on one. I need to – sometimes I'm like, Shannon, you need to calm down. But whatever. I get heated about certain things. These other people who are commenting, they are like, oh, um, what do you expect? He method acted for two to three years. If if method acting is you pretended to be Elvis for three years, that's weird. You're weird. That's fucked up. Like you're showering as Elvis. You're like cutting your dinner as Elvis. Like just how much method acting does somebody need? Also, why is it always for things? Why is nobody ever method acting like, oh, um, Mr. Rogers? And they're like, I'm method acting. I just couldn't stop doing charitable things for one year. No, it's only with like the cool, the dangerous and the fucked up characters where people are like, I'm totally going to method act this one. 
You know what I mean? Like nobody's ever method acted as Gandhi. Nobody's ever method acted as Mother Teresa and been like, I just kept giving food to children for years after because like the method acting stayed with me. It's just like, it's such a joke. All right, so let's do the 101 of Austin Butler and then we'll get into his lovely blind items. So he basically grew up as like a Disney Nickelodeon kid. He worked as a background actor on Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. That was a pretty cool show, wasn't it? I like that. Um, he had a guest role on Hannah Montana. He also had a role in Zoe 101. Um, there was another one here. Oh, like a role in a CW show. He worked with Ashley Tisdale a couple times. And then he was in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and then in 2019, cast as Elvis Presley in Elvis. And Wikipedia has it as saying that he garnered, he garnered, <laughs> he garnered critical acclaim for his portrayal, portrayal, am I good, of Elvis Presley. Which I have to say, I mean, that's a pretty staggering jump to go from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide to the CW to Elvis Presley in like a biopic where at the Cannes Film Festival you're getting a 12-minute long standing ovation. Now, his, by the way, his Wikipedia for like being so in the news right now, his Wikipedia is pretty damn short. His personal life doesn't really say too much, um, except that he was in a relationship with actress Vanessa Hudgens from 2011 to 2020. And that was where I had previously heard whispers of like, who is Austin Butler? So a nine-year relationship, I was like, ooh, let's dive into it. And now we're going to switch over to the blind items where everything is alleged and it's all made up. But is it for fun? Does it come true? Sometimes a little bit of both. Now, a lot of the blind items talk about Austin allegedly cheating on Vanessa, but then a lot of the other blind items talk about Vanessa allegedly cheating on Austin right back. So here's the first one. The final straw in that whole relationship between the former A-list tweener actress who once got naked for the world, which I feel like having your nudes leaked is not <laughs> getting naked for the world, but whatever. And her now ex was when his female co-star posted a photo wearing the actor's shirt after a sex session. So that's Vanessa Hudgens um, breaking up with Austin Butler because his female co-star, it says Olivia de Jong, de Jong um, an Australian actress, was wearing his shirt after they doinked, allegedly, an alleged doink. Now, this is interesting. This one involves Vanessa Hudgens' uh, sister, Stella Hudgens, and it says, back in the day, they would hook up from time to time, but now this former A-plus list tweener actress turned B-list adult actress has come to the conclusion that her sister sleeps with the actor boyfriend of the actress more than the actress does. That one's kind of confusing. I think it's saying that allegedly Stella Hudgens would hook up with Austin Butler from time to time. And once they broke up, she started sleeping with him a lot. Then we have blinds going in the other direction, saying this former A-list tweener turned B-list actress who finally had a bit of success in a one-off TV project is cheating on her actor boyfriend while filming a pilot outside of the country. And that would be Vanessa Hudgens, who got success in Greece, um, you know, the Grease live production, allegedly cheating on Austin Butler while she was filming Powerless in Vancouver. Now, there were some blind items about Austin Butler and Kaya Gerber, which, by the way, like, 
Kaya Gerber. I just feel like there's so many people she's been linked with dating. She's like only what, 20 years old now or something? Let me let me look it up. Kaya Gerber age. Yeah, she's only 20 years old. Remember immediately when she turned 18, she was dating Pete Davidson, seen with Cara Delevingne, Jacob Velorde. I mean, it's been like a busy two years since she turned 18. Now, the blinds kind of paint the relationship between her and Austin Butler in a few different ways, right? So here's the first blind. The celebrity offspring model of a permanent A-list model, Kaya Gerber, was tired of her fake relationship and the actor, Austin Butler, calling the paps all the time. Our offspring is not thirsty. The new guy she is dating it. The new guy she is dating is, though, and even though this relationship involves actual sex, she is not thrilled about the constant paparazzi calls. And then we have another blind saying, every time this B-list celebrity who is an offspring of a permanent A-lister gets a new significant other who is real, they are always drug abusers. The latest is no different. Her actor boyfriend and our celebrity, Kaya Gerber, use coke almost nonstop. Okay, now this next one is kind of wild, and if you listened, shout out to Kelly and Troy, if you listened to the Harry Styles episode that Beyond the Blinds did, it might have been on their Patreon only, but it's pretty good, and it kind of relates to this next blind item. What is always so strange to me is that these celebrity parents, which would be Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber, didn't want their barely there celebrity daughter kaya gerber to keep dating women so they brought in a guy for her to fake date meanwhile they hooked up with the guy as much as possible now look this is all alleged and it lives in the blind items only although there are photos of them with some of the people mentioned in the blind items that also exist everywhere online and i'll save that for another time but yeah, blind items have alleged that this, you know, Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber may or may not have allegedly hooked up with Harry Styles. And this one also says Austin Butler, too. Now, I have to say that some of these blind items are kind of contradicting each other because one is saying that Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber are hooking up with Austin Butler. Then another is saying that Kaya Gerber and Austin Butler are having sex, but she doesn't like him calling the paparazzi. And the third one is saying that they're completely dating and they're doing a bunch of drugs. So I guess all could be possible. Um, who knows? So at any rate, that's like a little bit of our intro for Austin Butler. I feel like there's two ways his career is going to go, right? Like either his Wikipedia page is massively going to flush out and we're going to see him in tons of blind items. Um, I do see him as like a future staple of blind items because he does seem like a little bit thirsty to me. That's just the vibe that I get. Or he's going to be like a one hit wonder and maybe he'll like literally never be able to stop doing the Elvis voice. Like maybe, honestly, maybe he was cursed and like it's just going to stay with him forever and he can't ever play any other role. Like, do we know if he knows how to turn it off? Is it even physically possible? Has anyone heard him speak normally since 2019? That's kind of my question right now. If anything, maybe we should be worried for him and we should be sending him help. So anyway, let me know if you're going to see the new Austin, or sorry, <laughs> the new Austin, the new Elvis Presley movie. I think I'm staying far the fuck away from that because he just gives me the cringe, but I do want to see Top Gun and maybe do a Tom Cruise episode or something. All right. Thank you so, so much for listening. Huge thank you to Kelly for coming on the podcast, and I will see you next week for another episode of Fluently Forward. Bye, guys. Bye.